Good morning, this is Matt Berman from Philly Made Creative. You're listening to Made From Scratch, and today's episode is all about audio and search engine optimization. So if you are not up on it, it's definitely becoming a buzzier topic right now, which is voice activation, how that's playing in with AI, uh, better understanding and anticipating your needs, the AI for voice, better denoting tone, connotation, other aspects of what human beings ordinarily pick up with in social situations. And one of the key things to realize about voice activated search that many people are assuming is that what's going to happen is that the first result is going to become even more valuable than it currently is on text-based searches. So if you've heard the term VEO, voice engine optimization, there are really things called voice engines. They're usually sub-layers of a search engine. Um, Pretty sure this term's not gonna catch on. It's not really necessary because at the end of the day, you're still doing search engine optimization. You're just optimizing audio and sound versus text and type. So what's really interesting to me is a, is a number of things. One is um, there's a bunch of questions that I'll get to later. And two is that it seems like with voice and the way that people are talking about how it's gonna impact uh, consumer searching and purchasing is that it's beginning to uh, further eradicate the funnel. You're jumping right to a sale. You're assuming that someone either knows what they need and uh, can just ask for it, hey, you know, name your AI assistant, buy me pants or whatever. And then the fight is going to be in some people's mind, what brand of pant you are or what manufacturer of pant you are in order to be selected in that case. But you know, these systems, Google, Bing, Yahoo, whatever, they were built to inform and to influence, you know, an ad is supposed to pop up when you search for something to influence you to go into that website or see that brand eventually find your way to a cash register online or in a store how are we going to do that once it's all being done um, at once and that it's basically just about taking an order i think that a uh, sales mentality is definitely going to have to be introduced to a lot of companies that have been predicating their model on more inbound which is you know what you want you want people who are seeking you out and finding you but the reality is that in this case we're assuming now that consumers are already going to know what they want um, or that this AI is going to have to interact with us on a vocal level which means that they're going to have to not just be able to present results to us but they're also going to have to engage with us to find the result that we're looking for unless of course you want to entirely place your entire faith in a machine so here are some of the questions that come up for me when it comes to thinking about introducing voice into the search um, parameters so number one is do you type the way you talk Um, a lot of people don't a lot of people don't type exactly the way they talk in fact especially on social media, a lot of people type things that are a lot more crude or rude or mean or hurtful or hateful or quick and witty than they ever would in a normal social situation where they'd have to speak those same words. I think also it's pretty clear that writing is still a more formal version of communication. Um, You know, legal briefs have to be drafted in writing. Most contracts have to be amended in writing. Um, When you send an email to someone, uh, it's scrutinized in a different way than when you just say something in a conversation. 
Um, writing, and for that reason, you know, writing is more definitive and final. Um, you have the option when you write something to look at it and edit it and decide whether or not to send it versus when you're speaking, it's much more conversational. You just say what's there. Um, so that also makes speech a little bit more personal than writing. If, if writing were the most personal way to communicate, then when we're sitting around um, together to communicate, we'd all have a notepad and we'd write stuff down and send it to each other. That's not the way that we um, tend to be when we're personal. And the other thing about a voice is that it is, it is an individual's voice. So depending on how intelligent these machine learnings get, um, you know, me writing a series of words, anyone can write those same series of words, anyone can even say the words that I say, but no, only one person can use my voice to say those things. So anything coming out of your mouth, from your brain, into a search engine, a voice engine, whatever, is very individual. And when you do that, you're gonna be giving um, the machine a very clear and distinct window into you as an individual. So whether that's a good thing, bad thing, to be determined, definitely could be abused, definitely could be very helpful. Um, so here's another question. Will you search for everything by voice? My thought is probably not, and hopefully not. Um, if you just think about, especially all these open office settings where people are typing all day, imagine all of them having to speak whatever it is that they are searching for. Also, what if you're looking into a, uh, a medical situation, you know, going to Yahoo Health and finding out what you think is wrong with you? Do you really want to be sitting on the subway talking about your ailments? Maybe you do. Maybe you don't care about that. Maybe you want an entire world of nothing but transparency. For me, I think that's a little bit extreme and that there's a lot of situations when um, any kind of written communication is more private on a mobile device than an audio one. So I think that that's actually a really uh, good thing. So just beware of the hype machine, right? So anytime a new technology is introduced or anytime a new medium begins to um, make its way to the top of people's consciousness, there's a lot of uh, speculation, there's a lot of wild speculation, and there's a lot of people who um, overinflate estimated projections of things. So there's no telling if voice will be 90% of all of our searches, 50%, 20%, um, you know, will it even be for search mostly or will it be just for decision making? All of this is up for grabs, but the point is, um, I would imagine it's, it's gonna be more even than lopsided between type and voice, simply because of privacy, people's preferences, um, and the ability to quickly uh, maneuver on a computer with, with our hands. So last question is, what else is going to open up? Um, you know, already I'm seeing that there are uh, companies who are introducing voice to, to text for coding and developing. So, you know, depending on how intelligent these machines can get, there's a lot of software that could be developed. I'm sure that the same could be done in um, the physical environment, maybe in manufacturing, something like that. There's definitely um, room for audio to come into the equation for gaming. Um, and this is also not just for searching, you know, this is just how audio um, as a computing platform or in interfacing with a computing platform is going to take shape. And I think another really uh, interesting and maybe silly thing to look at uh, or a silly example about an interesting thing would be passwords and authentication. And uh, what do I mean by that? Not just saying the password. If you've ever seen the movie Richie Rich with Macaulay Culkin, um, their family vault requires the husband and wife to sing a song 
in unison and harmonize in order to open up that vault. So not that you'd have to sing everything necessarily, but the point being, if you're in banking or um, government secure areas and you need a voice activation, um, you probably will at some point, if not already, be able to code a password, a person's uh, voice, like an individual, so that only certain people and their actual speech is able to open doors, literally and metaphorically. Um, and it also might be able to determine stress. So if a person who is normally authorized to open, uh, let's say a vault, is being held at gunpoint, maybe there's a different kind of stress level in their voice, and maybe that voice-activated uh, alarm is able to pick up on that. Who knows? All this is speculative. So taking the 10,000-foot uh, view again, the truth is that um, search engines and a lot of computing has been very text-based in its um, controls, in its uh, navigation, in its development, and that's been awesome. It's obvious that audio and voice are um, still powerful, and I think that there's a lot to learn about the difference in our own human processing of when we go to communicate type or when we consume media that is type versus visual versus audio. But uh, this is definitely more than a buzzword and if your business is not figuring out what to do with audio, whether that's podcasting, advertising, branding, um, voice engine optimization, whatever you want to call it, um, you got to get up on this stuff. Uh, especially if you're in marketing, there's always something new to learn and this is definitely a great medium for people who are more spontaneous in their content production or their creativity. It's a way to let people in on a more intimate, personal side of you. Um, and if you've got a nice voice, it's great for people to listen to. So thank you so much for listening today. This is Matt Berman. You've been listening to Made From Scratch. Um, check us out at phillymadecreative.com. And uh, hope you have a great day. Talk to you all soon.